Hello and welcome to the first edition of Trust Talk, our new podcast which rounds up news from around Dorset Healthcare. You can listen to it direct from our intranet, Doris, or download it to your phone. Eugenia Fale has been appointed as our new Chief Executive. He'll take up the role on the 1st of February following the departure of Ron Shields, who announced his retirement in the autumn. Eugene joined the Trust in 2014 and is currently our Deputy Chief Executive. He was appointed following a rigorous selection process which attracted candidates from across the UK and continental Europe. Trust Chair Andy Willis, who chaired the selection panel, said Eugene was absolutely the right person for the job. You have to be willing to deliver compassionate leadership and I think the board and all the staff involved in the selection process thought he brought that compassion and honesty to the role. Secondly, we're at a real important juncture for integrated care and we need to think differently how we deliver the service. And Eugene brought that kind of clarity of thought that provides us with a, a new route to be even better in that space. As you may have heard on the national news, the government has this month published its long-term plan for the future of the NHS, as well as a renewed focus on prevention and a greater use of technology. There is also the promise of a huge investment in mental health services. Funding is set to rise to at least £2.3 billion by 2024, helping people of all ages struggling with anxiety, depression and other problems. There are also plans for improved neonatal care for new parents and babies, life-changing stroke therapy, 24-hour access to crisis care via NHS 111, and integrated support to keep older people out of hospital, living longer and more independent lives. We'll keep you updated on how this will affect the development of our services as more detail emerges. In the meantime, you can read more about the plan on the news pages of Doris. A big congratulations to our Armed Forces Community Health and Wellbeing team lead, Andy Grit, who was awarded an MBE in the New Year's Honours list. Andy joined the Trust in 2007 after more than 20 years' experience in the military and quickly set about creating a dedicated service to support the county's growing Armed Forces population. The team provides vital health and welfare support as service personnel and their families make the transition to civilian life helping them overcome issues around health, homelessness, relationship breakdowns and unemployment. In recent years, the team has helped develop a local care pathway tailored to both retired and serving personnel, which provided specialist support to 55 people in its first 12 months alone. And this work helped them win the Excellence in Mental Health Care accolade at the NHS 70 Parliamentary Awards last summer. But Andy says the MBE announcement was a bolt from the blue. It came as a complete surprise to me because I hadn't known previously I'd been uh, nominated for the award. So I was absolutely made up to have been to have been put forward for it and absolutely staggered to have received it. But as I've said in sort of Twitter stuff before, it's not just an award for me. It's an award and it's a reflection on the hard work of the team and those people that work with me and actually on the trust for actually supporting the work that we've been doing with the armed forces community. Over the next few months, we'll be rolling out a new expense claim system called Easy Expenses. This will replace our current expenses on demand system, saving the trust around £65,000 a year and making it easier to input our claims. It will also enable us to calculate mileage more effectively. Initial trials of Easy Expenses have gone down well. 
and the implementation team will be in touch with managers and team leaders from February to gather more data and fine-tune the system. Face-to-face training will be offered to teams with a high volume of claims, while everyone else will be supported through online guidance. The system will automatically pull through your vehicle details from expenses on demand, but you will need to input your driving licence, MOT and insurance documents again. Trevor Crowe from the implementation team says easy expenses is good news all round. There's a lot of advantages over the current um, EID system. It's certainly easier to use. The EID is quite clunky. This one is very um, flowing. Um, it uses uh, Google Maps, which is uh, another advantage because you get um, uh, up-to-date mileage. And Easy Expenses is part of the Electronic Staff Records self-service programme, which is being rolled out over the next two years, giving us better access to all our work-related and personal data, from payslips to address details. Look out for more information later in the year. A recent survey by the CQC has found that we are among the top four NHS trusts in the country for providing high levels of care for people with mental illness. Out of the 56 NHS mental health services that took part in the survey of almost 13,000 people across England, our community mental health team scored better than most in four of the 11 categories. People were asked for their views on the care they received, such as whether they were treated with dignity and respect, and if they were involved in planning their treatment. Dorset Healthcare's best scores were in the areas of planning care, medicines, overall views of care and services, and overall patient experience. Two wards at Aldney Hospital in Paul have become the first elderly care mental health units in the country to be awarded Gold Standards Framework accreditation. Staff working on Herm and St Brelades look after people with dementia who are nearing the end of their lives and have been recognised for the quality of care they provide. The GSF is the UK's leading provider of training for frontline healthcare staff working in end-of-life care. Having completed the GSF Community Hospitals Training Programme, Ward staff were assessed by a panel of independent experts. It found patients were not only receiving the care they wanted, where they wanted it, but that relatives also had peace of mind and staff an increased sense of job satisfaction. Planning is underway for this year's Learning at Work Week at the Trust. As in recent years, we are holding a day-long event to showcase the range of learning and career development opportunities around the Trust. It will be held on the 15th of May at the Hamworthy Club near Wimborne and we are looking for lots of services to get involved. Linda Dillon from the Learning and Development team says the day offers a host of interactive stands to increase staff knowledge of the Trust and everything it has to offer. The event will showcase a range of services from estates and facilities, health and wellbeing to apprenticeships and leadership development. Some of our local partners will also be present such as universities, colleges and unions, offering an insight into how they can help staff with their career development. This may be in the form of further learning, training or just finding out a bit more information about a particular service. And if you'd like your service to take part in the day, please complete an expression of interest form on Doris. Just look for Learning at Work Week in the Learning and Development section. It's not too late to have your flu jab. With cold winter weather looming, it's more important than ever that we protect ourselves, our families and our patients from the virus. So far, 55% of us have been vaccinated, which is good, but we are way behind the figures at other local NHS trusts. Almost 90% of staff at Paul Hospital, for example, have had the jab. 
There were flu outbreaks at Trust Hospitals last year, which led to the death of two of our patients. And Dawn Dawson, Director of Nursing Therapies and Quality, says it couldn't be easier to get your vaccination. The jab's completely safe and contrary to what you might have heard, it will not give you the flu. We're running flu clinics around the Trust and if you're busy we can arrange for somebody to come out and visit your team. Our criminal justice and liaison team is celebrating after NHS England renewed its contract for providing the service in Dorset. The team successfully bid for the three-year contract, which begins in April and has the option to extend for a further three years. The service supports people with mental health issues and learning disabilities who find themselves in police custody or the courts. Staff identify vulnerable people in the justice system and provide the specialist assistance they and their families may need. In recent years, the team has developed a successful street triage service, ensuring people with mental health needs are no longer detained in police custody but are assessed in a health setting, reducing the stress on them and boosting their chances of recovery. Have you visited Doris lately? Our intranet homepage has been redesigned based on staff feedback to make it quicker and easier to find the pages and documents you need. A key part of this is a new, quicker search that should take you straight to the right information. And this search will be constantly evolving, so if you can't find what you're looking for, please click the Can't Find It link and the team will sort that out for you. The New Look homepage also features direct links to the most visited pages on the site and a calendar to help you keep up to date with what's happening around the Trust, plus other events of interest. You can add events of your own as well using a simple form. And if you're looking to sell or buy something or rent out a room, why not use the social area on Doris? You can reach a potential audience of thousands and it's dead easy to use. Just click on the social area to see what's available or add your own listing. Finally, our Digital Communications Officer Richard Ross will be visiting sites across the Trust over the next couple of months to answer your questions about Doris and help you get the most out of it. Look out for a list of dates on the homepage and in the weekly roundup. And you can also book a slot to make sure he sees you during his visit. And that's all from this podcast. We hope you found it useful. If you have any feedback or some news you would like to be featured in future editions, please email the communications team via Outlook or the Doris page where you downloaded this podcast.